Welcome to We Told Ya Show. Grab some beer. You will need it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to We Told You Show. Welcome to the show. Yeah, Stan's been... over there making weird sounds. You better be careful. It could be some things flying around over here. He's trying, he's trying to give me something to do during editing. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> I'm trying like, to do what all the hell that. is that? I'm trying to pull out my sound machine skills. That was the sound of bats flying around. Yeah. See, of listen. course you knew that. Listen. That's what they sound like. That's what they sound like. But they're usually way too far away from you. You, you can't actually hear that. We should have loaded the mothership up with bats. I tried. They do this show. I'm, I'm still waiting. The Amazon's running behind. Out here in, the, in these parts, the oh, live yeah. animal delivery is not as efficient as it is in some other parts of the country. Well, it is snowing right now. So. It is. Bats don't like snow. <laughs> They typically hibernate in times like this. Many mammals don't like snow. Yeah, they don't. Well, if, if you ain't noticed, we're doing an episode on bats. Is that what we're doing? Bats. That's oh, right. shit. I thought we were just talking shit for a minute. And we really should have filled the mothership up with bats while we did the episode. I'm telling you, I'm not lying. I got them on order. <laughs> yeah. they, they might show up we, while we're doing the show. Who knows? <laughs> they, sometimes they deliver on Sundays. Freaking bats is flying all around and everything. Man, and, Crazy. Oh, did oh we did do the welcome to the show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Stan. I'm Dan. Yeah, just in case y'all didn't know. I think you do. Bat Dan and Bat Stan. Oh yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Not to be confused with the uh the gothic crusader himself, Batman. No. You got the real bat dudes with you today. I'm a fruit bat and Stan is a Vampire bat. Yeah, I'm more vampire kind of guy, really. <laughs> He's more flesh-eating. Yeah, oh, flesh yeah I am. Bat. I do like me some some red meat and blood. The bloodier, yeah. better. We we decided to do bats because they get a they get a bad rap, and they're a very cool creature. They are very fascinating creatures, and there's a lot of really interesting info out there on mm-hmm. them. That man, I I have to say, I learned. <laughs> a, you know, a good few little tidbits of information researching these guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to donate to batconservation.org. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> found myself on the website. Yes. Absolutely. I sure did. Great website. Y'all check it out. A lot of, man, you can always spend hours on there just oh, yeah. scoping out cool shit on bats. And also on uh, YouTube, uh-huh. look up the... Videos on the bats eating bananas. Oh, n- oh nanners. you'll love it. <laughs> nannies. Eat yeah, eat your nannies. <laughs> yeah, some of those guys love are it. cute. Some of them, oh, yeah. though, they got some peering eyes. I swear that one you sent me, I saw madness in his eyes. Well, he was scared. He, he was eating nana. nannies. Nannies. <laughs> and he got him all wrapped up a- in a towel, too. He didn't look very happy, <laughs> but he was hungry, so well, he dealt with it. He had gotten hurt. He was... Uh, yeah. Found hurt, and they're trying to nurse him back and then let him back into the wild. Yeah, yeah. In he was Australia. a cute little guy, but he had some teeth on him. Mm-hmm. I certainly want oh, to Oh, they got teeth. Him. Yeah. 
Some of them, some of them teeth. We we'll go get into all that. We, all right. we got some good stuff for you, for you guys here today. Let's start off. Uh, man, I tell you, this beer we're, we're drinking right now. Got to give a shout out to Devil's Backbone. Mm, this is possibly my my favorite beer that they do. Yeah, it's I would called, have to agree. It's called Backbone Premium Lager. It is a good drinker. This mm-hmm. is what I'm going to be drinking from now on. Keep in my refrigerator. Yeah, he's done drank 15 cases of it in the last week now, he says. I have to keep going to all these different stores <laughs> to get them. And when I find the 12-packs, I buy all they got. He just buys out, just cleaning <laughs> out inventory. Yeah, I've gone to three different counties. <laughs> Give me what you got, I'll take it all. <laughs> I'll just back up to the door. <laughs> right. Throw open the hatch and start sliding it in. Yeah. All right, so as we drank these... Let's get into it. Bats. Let's do it, man. Where do you want to start? Um, bats comprise about 20% of all classified mammal species worldwide. Yeah, and we, they, by like, far, the biggest, most populous mammals on Earth as it is. Mm-hmm. That's right, and they are mammals. Yep. And there's over 1,400 species on the planet. That's a lot of goddamn species of bats. Could you imagine if we had over 1,400 species of people? <laughs> we might well, yeah we'd be in a lot worse state than we are now if we had 1400 different species of people we probably used to a long time ago yeah well, that's true but yeah and uh you know you say they are mammals <laughs> they give birth to live young covered in fur for the most part um if we had 1400 different species of humans We'd never be able to say anything right. No, that's what I'm saying, dude. We'd be, we would totally be up Shit's Creek without a paddle. We would have that many goddamn different people we had to deal with. But uh, yeah, so the uh, by far the the, the farthest, uh, the biggest number of, of mammals here on Earth are actually some species of bats, and of course they're the only mammal that can fly, and they go from- on their own. You know, catapults. Airplanes, yeah. that shit don't count. <laughs> that Tra- don't count. Trebuchet. Oh, the trebuchet. Dude, we, I know a guy. Model rockets. Who has blueprints for a trebuchet. We need to build one sometime. And yeah. we're going to launch us some mammals through the air, but that doesn't mean they're bats. We just had to wait for all that stuff to come down in price. Uh, yeah. The equipment yeah. to come yeah. down in price. Fucking inflation, well, man. I was telling a friend of mine that uh, it worked. It because we're talking about, you know, when people die now, they're getting buried, and it's it's really bad for the soul, what you get buried in, and to have all this chemical put inside your body oh, yeah. to preserve it is really bad for the environment. Sure. And I was like, well, I want to be my body, trebucheted, as far up in the, the air as it can be. Okay. And then just forget it after that, wherever it lands. It just leave you, just leave I, you there. I'm going for space, but if I don't make oh. it. That's going to be Wherever I splat is where I am for eternity. All right. That'd be fun. Put it in writing. If I'm around, I'll... uh, I don't don't want my arms and legs to be tied down and nothing. I want flipping and flailing. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a bat? (laughs) No, that's dead Danny trebucheting through the air. That's Bat Dan. That's Bat Dan. Yeah, Yeah. that's Bat Dan. He's he's flying to the netherworld. (laughs) Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, where were we at? Oh, uh, oh yeah, we're talking about bats. Flying, flying <laughs> mammals. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, 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 there's a shitload of them, man. But these guys, they're, uh, 
you know, a lot of people are creeped out by bats. There's a lot of lot of myths and misunderstandings about bats, and we'll get to that later as well. But these guys are they're, they're you know, a lot of people are freaked out by them. They serve a very important purpose as far as nature goes. I mean, out out in the world, but they do very they, much so. They provide an invaluable service for literally every damn living thing on this earth. So everybody cheers. Thank yeah. you, bats. And not only every creature, well, every country, mm-hmm. every society depends on bats, just as we do birds, bees, yep. such. And whether you know it or not, people out there in other countries who don't appreciate your bat-tastic friends, get on the bandwagon, man. Listen, maybe you'll learn something. Mm-hmm. The bat is one of nature's absolute best natural pesticide yeah they eat about what do they say about uh, their body's weight and yeah. insects a night the the ones that eat insects yeah like thousands yeah. of uh, mosquitoes a night yep plus now, all of these these bugs that eat up your crops mm-hmm. they man, chow on that stuff so like the common brown bat that we have flying all around us here those guys are good for up to a thousand mosquitoes an hour Yes. If we did not have bats, you do not want to go outside during the summer. Yeah. They, you would, they would suck the blood out of you, literally. Don't even count on putting nothing in the garden because oh. the bugs just eat the hell out of them. Yep. Yep. They really, uh, they munch on pests and bugs and shit that we all despise and hate. And they do a damn good job of it. Mm-hmm. I, I believe I read, uh, one, one science, uh, report or whatever had cited that it's estimated that these guys and this is just in the u.s alone they save our american farmers anywhere from 3.7 to 5.4 billion dollars a year in pesticide costs exactly if we did not have bats which hey are actually a lot of these guys they're getting to be like uh, honeybees, man, they're they're getting endangered, and they're being presented with challenges in existence. Every mm-hmm. year, it's getting worse and worse. Could you imagine if we were dumping almost another five billion dollars worth of chemicals into our crops and land and food and air every year? Man, they really do a huge service. If they had to put all that chemicals on the food, you don't want to eat it. Yeah. You know? Dude, and that's just in the U.S. alone. You know how many more problems we would have in our cells, our reproduction systems, yep. everything, having all these chemicals in their bodies Yep, because we don't have bats? Dude, we, we as humans I generally, genuinely think we don't appreciate what these mammals actually do for us. Uh, they'd be right. munching on some nasty-ass bugs. But not only do they do that they are also tremendous pollinators you mm-hmm. know bats there there's other species that go after the nectar and pretty much every country around the world has a certain type of fruit or something that they would not have without the bats yeah uh, as far as either spreading the seeds mm-hmm. so the the gene pool i guess of the the plants can keep you know splitting up yep or just pollinating from one to the other, like the agave plant. 
yeah. without bats, they're the ones who pollinate these plants. Wow. So without that, you wouldn't have your tequila. I do like or, some tequila now. A bunch of farms would harvest it before it flowers. Okay. And what happened was it wouldn't flower, so the bats w- won't pollinate it. So uh, it started running out yeah. uh, of agave, and the bats started to leave or just die out without the food. Exactly. So now what they do is they leave a certain area open for pollination so the bats can come in and pollinate everything and keep the agave going. Keep it in a constant cycle of reproduction. Yep. Without it, they're done. Damn. And for a lot of us, that means no mas tequila. Yep. Take note, Mexico. A lot of fruits on this planet are done once the bats leave. Mm. The large... Largely fruit-eating bats, they call them megabats. Then there's the echolocating bats, they call them microbats. Size now, aside. Mega <laughs> megabat doesn't necessarily mean it's the great big giant right, yeah. bats either. So Most of them are, but it doesn't mean it has to be. Right. Bats right. go from bumblebee size, oh, that yeah. weigh less than a penny, up to... Ones that are wing with a wingspan of seven feet. Yeah, I've got him on my list, <laughs> man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's we're a gonna badass dude. Some he eats a fruit bat. He yeah, we're gonna get some, through some of those. All right. So if you're looking at the bat, you'll notice uh, the first thing you really notice to me would be the wings. Yeah. Well, that's you know kind of what defines what we think of as the the bat. You yeah, know, it's creepy. You it know, because is it's creepy. like that. Skin, it's like a membrane, yeah. and it's got the veins rolling through it, and it's got the sticky, the sticky yeah, you, finger. These are bones, oh, and they're yeah, at, the, okay. They're actually called. These are the fingers. Yeah, the bones that shoot through it. Awesome, man, and it's called uh, patagium. Is the the wing membrane? Oh yeah, okay, yeah. And I've heard that term before. It's stretched between the arm and finger bones. Nice. So, so we kind of have like patagium almost in between little webs in between our fingers. It's well, nowhere near like a bat. Humans actually used to have webbed fingers. Yeah, back when we were like the swamp monsters and that kind of stuff, <laughs> was, right? The back Aquaman. when we swim, not not, <laughs> not flying, but swimming probably. Right. Yeah, yeah. Or or just good at mixing mashed potatoes and things like that together. Stirring your beer. <laughs> stirring shit. Yeah. yeah. I stirred. Keep stirring that Brunswick stew. Yeah. So the, the skin membrane consists of connective tissue, mm-hmm. elastic fibers, nerves, muscles, and blood vessels. They keep the membrane taut during yeah. flight. They don't fly like birds. No. They're... They don't do the flap up and down. It's more of a kicking motion. Yeah. I guess I, I've swoop. heard it called kind of like jazz hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like jazz, jazz hands. And they, but you're right. If you watch a bat in slow-mo, they are almost kind of, they're, they're more mm-hmm. pushing the air from underneath to give themselves lift. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to a bird who gets a lot of its lift off a soar. And I mean, it does, it flaps, but the, the way that the, the, the design of a bird's wing and a bat's wing, yeah. they, they don't work the same at all. Yeah, a bird can take off. Yeah. A bat's just keeping itself up there. Right. Uh, it's, it's more maneuverable than a bird. And uh, let's go ahead and talk about, we'll go, let's talk about their feet because this goes into also why they hang upside down. Yeah. Okay. Which is also a reason for flight. I'm with you. That sounds right. like a great. Let's go down this path. Right. 
we know that bats hang upside down. Right. And it's mainly to stay away from predators while they sleep. Okay. Because their main predator is like a hawk or something. And it's not going to go in a cave looking for them. Yeah. So they can go in there and sleep during the day. But they hang upside down. When they do, their their claws are like talons. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of like a human hand. But when they relax, their talons close like a clamp. Oh, okay. So they have to manually open them. All at right. rest, when they're just re- at rest, they're, they're closed. Clamped. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So that way they can hang upside down and sleep and it's not using any of their energy. They don't have to hold on. Damn. Very cool. Yeah, Very cool. That's, that's, that's so its natural state of relaxation is the talons gripping yeah. onto that rock or piece of bark in a hollow tree or wherever he's yep. hanging and out roosting. He finds the spot, goes up, puts it, put it up there. And then just relaxes, shunk, clamps on. That's pretty badass. Also, being upside down in high places helps them because they can't really take off from the ground. Right. <laughs> so, they, when they, for them to get going. They can't jump. No. <laughs> take off drop, like birds. Right? Mm-hmm. So, they wake up and they do the opposite of well, grasping. first they stretch. Yeah. First they stretch. Try try to get to, they got to get that <laughs> wings, get that membrane ready to go. And then... The feet release, and they drop, and then they use their wings to correct and get going. So, like you say, like a bird can run and flap and get lift and start to sort of take off. Well, they got legs; they can jump. You know, they can jump. If you see a, you see a bat, they don't have these legs that they can jump with. They can barely crawl with the front. You know, it's creepy looking. Even if they're on the ground, they'll climb up a tree. Do that climb to get to a spot where they can fall out of the tree to take off fly. Wow, that's pretty cool. I've never seen a bat on the ground. <laughs> I've never seen a bat on the side of a tree. Now, I have. Well, we've seen them crawl. I've seen them on, on crawl around and stuff. You know? Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've just never actually seen it before. Um, definitely have seen them uh, hanging in some caves mm-hmm. that we've been in. I think we saw a couple bats when we were in the caves over there in Bristol caves. Yeah. They had a couple of them hanging around up in there and some other ones I've been in. Um, and of course we see them flying. We have a right healthy bat population here in central yeah. Virginia where we're at, we, especially in the spring, summer, fall months. We have a lot of them. I've never actually witnessed one just like on the side of a tree or just, yeah. Or just on the ground, just uh, they're doing oh, that creepy walk. Looking man. like that thing from the ring, yeah, climbing they, out of the damn well out of the definitely TV. definitely use that in a lot of movies. But we'll get to that later, oh, yeah. uh, about some of the freaky things. But Oh, when we talk about the Predators, right? Yeah. Have you ever seen the videos? I think I've seen on National Geographic where the snakes will go into the caves and they kind of get to a spot and hang down. And wait for the bats to come through, oh, either shit. leaving or coming back. Uh huh. And they just and they snag snatch them out of the one. Air. Oh, it's badass. <laughs> it's yeah, I think cool. I have seen some videos like that before. <laughs> yeah, that's but one of their predators. That's a, a smart goddamn snake, man. He knows. He's like, I'm going to hang right here because I know they're going in and out. I'm going to snatch me some breakfast. <laughs> yeah. And other than the predators and humans trying to kill them for no reason. Yeah, well, that's, man, um, that's mostly out of misunderstanding. There's been. You know, they do have diseases that will go through through bats. Uh, but one of the main things now that's killing them off like we've never seen before, uh, it's just cutting through the bats in eastern United States and Canada. It's called the white nose syndrome. 
what happens is when these bats, usually when they're sleep or, or hibernating, they get so close together. They hang out together. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not solitary creatures. So this is why diseases and such things can go from bat to bat sure. easily. Yeah. So while they're sleeping, this disease starts to grow on them like a fungus all over their nose and their wings and stuff. Damn it. And it eventually kills them while they're hibernating to keep their energy. It bothers them, makes them itch. Oh, shit. So then they wake up in the middle of the winter and they use all their energy. Right. And they don't have enough to make it through the winter. Just they'll store. freeze and die. Yeah. Damn, Damn. So it's kind of getting them on both sides. It's getting them through infection and sickness, but it's also yeah. catching them on the, on the hibernating side, burning up much needed energy just to get through. Itching to death. Damn. That sucks. So, uh, do, did, just cutting them down big time. What does the what try, what causes? Do we did did you run across what causes? They the don't whiteness? know yet. They they're trying to test and figure it out, but they know that it's quick spreading, and it happens mainly when they're hibernating, because you know, like I said, they're all there together. And also, I would imagine while they're hibernating. You know, they, they the body is conserving as much energy as possible, mm-hmm. so the immune system is weakened. Yeah. You know, so it's like it, it makes it easier. Their natural uh, systems can't fight it. It won't naturally put its resources into fighting off this disease because yeah. it's physical. And it might be something that they could probably, you know, as it's growing and they're awake, wipe off. Try, you know, wipe right. off on things that don't mm-hmm. get it. Maybe I don't know. But when they're sleeping, when they're when they're hibernating, they're just there's a word for it. But it's so big. I, uh, yeah. uh, you want me to take a stab? Oh, shit. Let me see what we got here. Pseudogamonocosis destructens. All right, now say it in English. Pseudogamonocosis destructens. <laughs> it's bad news. That sounds terrible. It almost sounds like a character from a Guar show or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Guar. Stop <sighs> killing the bats, you fuckers. <laughs> yeah. Let's, hey, let's talk about vampire bats now. You want to talk about some vampire bats? Yeah, because I, I feel like we have to now. Well, you know, that's one of the most infamous, uh, one of the most infamous species of bats is the vampire bat. Um, but you know what? Um, there's really only three major mm-hmm. species of vampire bats. Out of 1,400, it's only Three exactly. Uh, you've got the uh, you've got the hairy legged mm-hmm. vampire bat. You have the white winged vampire bat, and then you have the common vampire bat. Okay. Okay. So the first one's a hippie bat. Yeah. Um. So check this out. I didn't know this. Hammer My people. Vampire bats, and they do exactly what they. The name suggests they primarily feed on blood. Mm-hmm. They're only from Central and South America. Yep. They're not found around the rest of the world as far as your traditional vampire bat. Yeah, they're localized. Which, I mean, nice. I thought that, you know, that they were there, there was vampire bats all over the world, and especially like India and Asia and stuff like that. Nope. <laughs> only in Central and South America. Yeah. So that was a big letdown to me when I figured that out in my research. Well, there are some um, vampiric labeled bats in the species, but they don't eat just uh, blood. They don't suck blood. Right. They eat 
and animals and things. But I was very yeah, let you know, down because I've now I realized in my youth, <laughs> Indiana Jones lied to me in the Temple mm-hmm. of Doom. I was pissed off, Indy, just so you know. Oh, oh, the Temple Remember of Doom. Remember when they're going up to the temple and mm-hmm. uh and Willie's like, Oh, look at all the birds. He goes, They're not Birds, doll-faced, they're giant vampire bats. Oh, yeah, he was lying. They, they were nothing but fruit bats. Indiana Jones, <laughs> piece of shit. You, I still love the movies, but you the, lied to us. Yeah, those, uh, those were fruit bats. Yeah. Harmless. Yeah. E- even the vampire bats are pretty, it's pretty harmless. They don't so, really go for humans. No, actually, there's not really any known cases of them actually attacking humans for blood or to feed it is a myth for well, the most They part. have fed on humans, but they don't just attack. Right. Yeah. I mean, if I'm not saying that asleep, it hasn't happened. If you fall asleep <clears throat> in the area where vampire bats are, you could get a little blood given to the bats. It, yeah, but they primarily go for cattle. Yes, they'll go for cattle. And that kind of thing. Um, they don't really like, they're not really actively searching out people to suck no, no. the blood. Well, well, what they do, if they do go for a human... They don't fly in and land on you while you're sleeping. Right. They fly in and they sneak up on you crawling, which oh. is very creepy, man. Man, this and is then, some bullshit. Yeah, and then they'll get you, make sure you're sleeping because oh. they don't want to wake you up. Well, of course. And you get sucked you're, on you're while you're a lot you're, bigger uh, than they are. Yeah, while you're sleeping and you wake up and you're like, ah, I feel a little lightheaded this morning. Yeah, but he can only give us so much blood from <laughs> nah, you. Nah, yeah, either. But, you know, now I did, in my further research, I found they, uh, there's actually a chemical in the vampire bat's saliva that they have now used. They realize they can use this to make medicine to help uh, people that have problems with blood clotting. Yeah, it's an anticoagulant. Uh-huh. And it's also been shown to help uh, stroke victims. Yeah. So, again. Well, t- ticks they- do the same thing. Ticks, leeches. All the succuloids. Suck, yeah, yeah, but we don't use ticks and leeches to help stroke victims, uh, yeah. do we? Maybe they have something different in the uh, in the bats. But, but see, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they've used a lot of that for those type of things. Well, see, we do got so we we do got the succuloids are representing in the in the <laughs> yeah. mammalian sector as well. Yeah, don't, they got heat sensors in, in their noses too, mm. so. They can sense where blood vessels are close to the surface of the skin, then that's where they're going to go. And they're going to go for it. But to pierce the skin with the teeth fangs in you. And they might bite away a little small flap, put some anticoagulant or saliva around there, and then they start lapping. They just lap it up. They don't suck on you, really. Nah, they just kind of gash you open a little bit and start licking on you. It's a. Lippy-loid. <laughs> it's a lippy-loid. Lick- yeah. <laughs> Go so, lick on you. I ran across something else, man. <laughs> now, check this out. So, in a way, Hammer. Can you imagine lick- having like 40 bats on you just licking on you? Oh, God. <laughs> Rabies. <laughs> Shit. Don't, don't guano on me, please. <laughs> if that was the big worry about bats, you know, don't go out there to bats. They'll come down and lick on you. They're going to lick on you, and then they're going <laughs> to poop on you. Two <laughs> kids screaming, running across the yard with God, bats, bats on them, just licking them. <laughs> God, oh, that, 
gonna give you nightmares right there. So check this out there. Ah, I ran across something. Uh, Vampire bats, man, they're also kind of cool, and uh, they uh, they form (laughs) long-term social bonds with each other, you know. And it's it's like a lot of it is because they hang out together so much. They hang out Mm -hmm. in the roost. And uh, almost they, altruistic, uh, they'll they'll kind of like groom each other, you know, and yeah. kind of hang out and say, you know, say, oh man, you know, my my buddy Dan here, he 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 was a little short on his change today. He wasn't able to really go buy some food. So hold up, give me give me a second here, Dan. I got you. <gasps> yeah, here you can eat some of my regurgitated blood meal, brother. Exactly, I got you, man. It, it's funny oh, how it you happens. Know, you want seconds? Hold up, hold up. <laughs> you know because you, you want dessert oh no you're good oh, okay. the best thing is to throw up blood <laughs> yes, I know, like, you know hey in most recognized and respected medical circles that is not a good thing if mm-hmm. you're throwing up blood you what? might have a problem but in vampire bat world man you're just helping out your buddy it's it's in what they call um altruistic component for them okay they uh it's pretty cool because bats vampire bats if they don't eat for two days they'll die oh man. If they go two days without feeding that quick they can die yeah it's very quick this oh, is why they'll help each other out Damn. so say this bat comes in and he hasn't eaten what they'll do is they'll snuggle up to one of the other bats oh, start he... licking on their mouth like around it to let them know <laughs> And then if that bat's cool with it, <laughs> right? he's like, oh, okay, I understand. Okay, here we go, buddy. <laughs> so next time, Danny, if I'm a little hungry, if See? I just got to snuggle up to you and start, 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 no. start licking around your lips a little bit. You yeah, and then I'll eat. puke right in your face. <laughs> I probably would. Wow. <laughs> Immediately puke in your face. <laughs> so, well, you're going to regurgitate some food for me, man. That's what I'm trying to get here. <laughs> See, you just want some beer. (laughs) Right. That's what it would be. Which leads me, okay, to another part part of where I ran across this is vampire bats, especially the ones in these, ones that have these social bonds, they like to drink with their buddies. All right. So what they did was, I think it, ah, shit, I didn't write it down, but I think it, it may have been in Peru somewhere. It was somewhere down in South America. Oh, maybe it was Panama. They took, uh, 50 female vampire bats and they put these teeny glued these teeny little computers onto the back of them right and nice. they traced them and they found out so okay like check it out the bats don't really leave the roost together they kind of as they wake up and they fly out and they go out and do their own thing mm-hmm. and they're flapping around and they're hunting flying and they're sucking blood at night and they start tracking it and they're like oh so like one bat if they get over there and they like lacerate a cow open right and they got yeah. some blood well, coming from the cow they, they take a small incision it's well not, but to a bat it's they big lacerated i know i might be exaggerating and the cow it probably never even bothered the cow it didn't even know it was happening but lacerate sounds so much better <laughs> yeah but we're making the bat sound <laughs> bad slicing them open you know come running so i got bat lacerated right <laughs> but what they noticed it was like they already knew that you know, if you get a little slice on the cow and mm-hmm. the bat, like um, uh, rival vampire bats, they'll come in and they'll like try to fight each other off the wound to get to the blood sometimes. Yeah. 
But cool. if if we're like buddies from the roost, like I'll let you come oh, on yeah. over there and feed off the laceration with me. And then maybe Mario, he come on over too, because we like Mario. And yeah. he's you know drinking on the blood with us too. <laughs> and they realized that But we can't let Wario. Don't let Wario come in. No, Wario and all these guys stayed up. We don't like those guys because they're from this cave over here. And mm-hmm. they're like, you know, they, they keep getting on the Black Angus cows. But we like the Black Angus cows. We want them all for ourselves. So there's like a little bit of rivalry there, okay? Mm-hmm. But they did notice that the ones that they had chipped, and they knew they were from this roost together, they allowed their buddies to stay and hang out. They didn't fight as much. They stayed together longer what? than bats from rivalries. So they they have a recognized drinking buddy circle. Well, it kind of makes thing. sense because you don't ma- want to make a bunch of uh, wounds on the uh, on the cattle, right? On the one then cow, you're just right? Your food supply. So if you make the one spot open. You got the anticoagulant that you got on there. The blood's going to keep going. Right. So might as well keep using that same spigot. Yeah. Instead of, you know, making more holes in this poor cow. Right. You know, but it, they're, it's, they're much more willing to be sharing the keg with yeah. the buddies. Yeah. Than they are strangers. Get yep. the hell away from my beer, you bastard. It, it kind of shows not only that they share, but also they feel a connection with where they're getting their food. Right. They're not, they don't just go tear it all, you know, tear it all up. Yeah, yeah. It's like just. They all jump on it at one time and do all that. Nah, nah. They don't do that. But, you know, they got social bonds from hanging together. They like to drink together. Maybe we're kind of, maybe we got a little bit of vampire bat in us, Danny. Humans eat cattle. You don't don't see them just running out in the field, just attacking it like 15 Uh, at a time. Sometimes you might. (laughs) He got some crazy ass people around here. That's for the next news desk. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. The the vampire bats, man, they like to hang out and drink together. Yeah, that is pretty cool. They do look out for each other. All right, let's talk about echolocation. Oh yeah. This is how okay, not all bats drink blood. Uh some bats have to go out and find their food. Mm-hmm. They have to search for it. Yep. And then he weighs to find it because they're small. Mm-hmm. Imagine trying to fly around and try to catch gnats. Yeah. And, and, skeeters, and skeeters and shit like things that. Like that. And, and that all- shit is already flying around all erratically and crazy, you know. It is not like just a streamlined flight. It's easy to anticipate the flight path. And it is nighttime. <sighs> just yeah. throw that in there. God, you know? these obstacles keep getting worse and worse. Oh. What but is, not for the Have bat. we talked about the main thing about the bat to know that most people don't recognize? Oh, I was saving that for the myths, but let's do it. <laughs> okay. Well, we're talking about the echolocation. Yeah. So it's a good time to mention it. It does. So you you've, you ever heard the old phrase, huh? Oh, Steve, man, that dude is blind as a bat. Yes. It not true. Old saying. Yeah, because Steve, he's not really blind. No, he's not. I mean, he's only got one eye, but it works. <laughs> when it's pointing at you. <laughs> yeah. Bats can see. 
They're not blind. They, they are not blind people. They have eyeballs. Yep, and they function. They work. And most bats, they're very small, and they have their pupils very wide, so which allows them to see very well at night. Of course, most, not all, but most bats are primarily active at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but their eyesight actually does work. Some have better eyesight than others. Yes. Some have, you know, poor eyesight that just picks up light reflections and, and light sources. Well, I mean, if you're only hunting at night, it's you, good you start. But they can see. Yeah. They, they know what they're doing. Yep. And some bats have perfect vision, can see all color, everything. Wow. So. Crazy, man. It's nope. a full spectrum. Kind of like people. Bats are not just flying around willy-nilly. Yep. Don't know what they're doing. Can't see shit. That's not true. That's not true. Not true at all. But their eyesight, coupled with the echolocation, which is essentially is sonar, for those of you who don't know what the hell we're talking about, man, it makes for an animal that is able to, with pristine accuracy, hone in on exactly what the fuck it is it's looking for. And a lot of times that is a crazy, erratic, flying, small (laughs) little fucking mosquito that we all wish was dead anyways. That's why we got bats. Or you see the bats up there flipping and flopping all in the air, switching off, going this direction. And looking like he don't know what the hell he's doing. He's on some kind of medication. He's not. He's eating all those things that would be biting on you. Yep. And he's flying in all kinds. He, they, they are like the fighter jet of the pesticide world. <laughs> you know, the uh, the bats that are really scary looking, they have like different noses. Some have big tube noses. Oh, some yeah. have like the big leaf nose and you all got that. Some it looks like a dog. Yeah. yeah. Like the hammerhead bat. The ones that have these big noses. Uh, some are pig. They call pig nose. They, you know, they have different names for them. Yep. Some are really scary looking. And, you know, of course, I mean, they, they do look freaky. They have the teeth and the weird nose. Mm-hmm. But the nose is where they send out these ultrasound signals. Yep. For, for, for the echolocation, which is pretty cool. And some like, of them. Like, oh, And then it comes back <laughs> to you like five different ways. <laughs> these big fucking noses. And he can. He can interpret every single one of those waves and sounds bouncing back to him. Mm-hmm. He can interpret it with fucking laser accuracy, laser focus to go right in for it. And it is believed that the more ribs, because there's actually several different species of bats that have these wrinkles or webs on their face. Some have more than others. And they think that the more wrinkled the face is, the even much more precision it, it mm-hmm. en- enhances that the the reading of the echolocation that much more. So their prey must uh, be quicker, mm. more agile, maybe mm. might even be smarter and have a different than your typical American mosquito. <laughs> maybe it's a different environment that they're flying into. Maybe there's uh more trees. Maybe it's just not the open area. Different things that they need to work out. Could be. Find out. Could be. Maybe maybe they could be dealing with some of those uh some of those mosquitoes that got that that jet turbo propulsion <laughs> on them. Some of that UO magnetic counter 
internationally unobserved tearing on a dime kind of shit that bats all oh, they did stuff no because i think of a mosquito turn too quick it just fall apart god i wish that would happen soft. more often but uh, by repeating the scanning bats can mentally construct an accurate image of uh-huh. the environment in which they're moving on their prey yeah some species of moth have exploited this oh yeah tell me about <laughs> this oh, the tiger yeah. moths such as tiger moth okay it produces an ultrasound signals right to warn bats that they're chemically protected that they're not something that they want to eat because they taste bad or might be poison okay which i I guess the bats can pick up on this there's a certain signal so so let me me make sure i understand (laughs) don't eat me so the (laughs) bat it sends off its bing bing Bing, and the bing bounces back off this tiger moth, but it's it. it no, the moth will send a, it back. Oh, it actually sends when a signal it back knows, itself. It feels the signal hit it. Uh huh. And then and alters the, and it, and it, it sends it sends, back. Yeah, and then sends another signal but back. In that, it's in the signal coming back, it's coded. To say, yeah. hey, you don't want to eat me, man. I'm a tiger moth. That's not you what you're looking me. for. Those are the ones that taste like crap. Wow. And then the moth species, well, including the tiger moth, they can produce signals that jam bat echolocation. Ah, oh, got to jam the radar <laughs> like it's yeah. space balls. And then there's many of uh, moth species, species, they have an organ called the tampanum. Tampanium. Tampanium. We'll go with that. Tampanium. Okay. So the signal comes in. An incoming back signal comes in. The just tampanium picks it up by responding to this signal. The moss flight muscles all twitch erratically. So the signal's coming in, you know, the moss flying around. Right. And then they the signal comes it. in. And he's like, holy shit, what's going on? And, and I'm hit by the bat radar. Yeah. And he's just flopping all around, which makes it, the moss, he's going in random evasive maneuvers. You know? <laughs> So the bat will have a hard time picking him okay. up. He's going all crazy. Yeah. The, but the bat don't know what's going on. He's just got a this organ in him, picks up the, the signal coming from the bat, and he's like, oh, shit. Evasive maneuvers. Yeah. Take evasive maneuvers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Flipping all that. Start going crazy. Dive, <laughs> dive, dive. That's pretty crazy, man. That is wild, man. But, uh, you know, I mean, that makes sense. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, survival. So yeah, evolutionary survival, they didn't picked up a way to yeah. uh, try to out-signal and outsmart the prey. Because they know that Batman, he know that he's a badass. Yeah. He could get a hold to you real quick and I tear you I hope mosquitoes up. don't learn that trick. Man, shh. Let's not <laughs> don't even tell talk them. about that. Oh if there's any God. mosquitoes listening to this show, we're <laughs> just joking. <laughs> this doesn't really exist. It's all <laughs> science fiction. Yeah. And if it costs too much for you to get anyway, yeah, so. you, you know, <laughs> you, you'll you'll never be able to afford it. So just forget about it. Goddamn mosquitoes! Yeah. So uh, another thing is with this whole uh, echolocation and thing, they can send out multiple signals at one time too. It's not really just like one, bing, bing. Right. They can send out different shit. I mean, like one bing is like trying to track. The bug and maybe it's got it's got its eyes on, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and another one could be 
a binging and pinging out looking for hazards, like maybe tree limbs, power yeah. lines, something like that. That's what I was saying. Maybe that's some of the different... Uh, the ribs and the, the face. Yeah, the catching apparatuses. And uh, so, and then another one can be, can be, uh, it can be pinging and bouncing off of like smoother surfaces. So I guess which helps with the bat's orientation, such as like uh, surface of the water, road surface, uh, uh, side of a house, flat plane. So the bat can be sending out multiple different kinds of signals and it's all this information is relaying back to the bat and he interprets and reads the data and he's able to track his prey, avoid predators and obstacles and keep himself oriented all with these different signals. Man, Man. that's well, fucking impressive. And some of them are doing it with a brain the size of a pinpoint. I mean, I can Probably. barely just yeah. keep up with the single conversation that you and I are having. I mean, it's almost like trying to talk to five people at once. I just, I'm, I'm done. What? I, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, little inside peek of the science workings of the bat there, man. It's pretty freaking cool. Yeah. And there's the uh, the smallest bat. We'll start out with those. Hmm. It's called the Kitty's Hog-Nosed Bat, also known as Bumblebee Bat. Oh, These things I'm, are cute, man. I'm not going to talk about that. The girls are going to want one as a pet. It's the smallest bat species, and it's actually the smallest mammal. Very cool. It, it's this probably is a, just over an inch in length. It's body, not not his wingspan. Maybe his wingspan is maybe three inches. Okay. Maybe. But, yeah, like an inch. Weighs less than a penny. Damn. So his body is less than in up to up to an inch, I guess we would say. Up over an inch, say an inch point three, something okay. like that. An inch and a half, that's still, maybe. That's small. So this is the <laughs> smallest bat, but mm-hmm. this is also the smallest known mammal. Yes, it is. In general, out of all mm-hmm. the mammals, it lives in Western Thailand. Wow, that's it's pretty teeny, cool. Man, it is. They're cute. They're like these little I cute little is. balls of fur, and they got these little bitty. Ears stick out. Oh, <laughs> man. They're, they're, they're cute. kind of like a bumblebee size. They're the size of a bumblebee. Yeah, we just seen a bumblebee yesterday, a little honeybee yesterday. Speaking about pollinators. What? Honeybees should not be out right now. Dude, it was so, it's been so super warm the last two days. I swear to God, he was That's buzzing around the fire dying. pit. Talk about it. another uh, unappreciated and mm-hmm. in, in a lot of danger pollinators yes. and we're fucked if we lose the bees people that's right uh, that, that's a whole nother show well, well that's another one yeah. so you gotta learn about the bats and the bees yeah right <laughs> <laughs> that, that saying is it's, it's, it's adapting <laughs> over the years it's loving it's not the birds anymore it's the bats the bees. right so that's a little small little guy man teeny well then, let's let's like uh, go the opposite way. Oh, the biggest. Yeah, let's, let's talk about the giant golden crowned flying fox. And this thing looks like a fox with wings. They're so cool looking. He's freaking huge, dude. We were talking about earlier. These guys <laughs> could have a five to seven foot wingspan. Oh, uh, you see that big old membrane spread I mean, they out? They are fucking <laughs> huge, man. And like the body, just the body mm-hmm. of the bat alone can be anywhere from like 13 to 17 inches. And that's just head to butt. Yeah. 
<laughs> to, to little toesy toes. It's a big Maybe. fucking bat, dude. <laughs> Could yeah. you imagine? And there's there's <laughs> pictures of them out there. Look up the pictures of the giant golden crowned flying fox. This thing is unbelievable, man. Uh, he's really freaking cool. And uh, he is a mega bat, but mm-hmm. not because of size, because he eats Food. fruit. He's a fruit eater. Yep. They're from uh they're they're found in uh uh primarily in Southeast Asia and some of the Oceania Island nations down around there is where we okay. find the uh the there's flying the, fox. But there's also the flying fox of Australia too. They're loaded with with uh the the, the flying what they call the flying fox bats. I mean it's the same fruiting fruiting bats. Maybe there's some in Australia too. But, yes, those did you have those are the crowned yeah, the, yeah. the giant golden crown. Yeah, these are just uh, giant fruiting bats that they call the. Uh, they call them flying foxes, flying foxes in Australia. They look like, yeah. So it may not be the same species. Yeah, yeah, um, they're, they're bat. different. The same but different. They're probably pretty damn close they're, though. They're I mean, because Australia's down there too. They're the, they're the ones that you see in the videos eating the nanas. Oh, the nannies. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah the nannies. Are. Okay, yeah. that that guy, that's where he was. All right. <laughs> yeah, they're cute. They're adorable. I'd have one as a pet. Yeah. Gotta keep it, you know. Keep you it better clean. not get that thing tested for rabies first. Rabies. Rabies. You know only one to two people die a year in the United States of rabies? And you know they don't get it from bats. <laughs> no. They don't they, get it from bats. You know bats. where they typically get them from? A dog a- or a fox or a raccoon yeah. or something a dog like that. that got into it with a raccoon and mm-hmm. had it or a fox that had it yep for the most part we're, we're not getting the myths just yeah. yet but uh well, that, no those were true facts it, that's were a true myths. fact exactly <laughs> exactly the uh the spectral bat spectral. Vamp, vampirium spectrum oh also it, it's a it's called the great false vampire bat oh yes okay it's a, yeah it doesn't suck blood it eats creatures. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I guess what they call it. It's an omnivore? Carnivorous. Okay. He's got a big leaf nose. Yeah. It, it, it sticks up like a big leaf. It's crazy looking. And they're, they're in Mexico and Central America and South America. Okay. It's the only member of the genius Vampirium. Which nice. is weird. I don't know. But there's a wingspan of over 3.3 feet. So that's, that's a good a size. Bat. I mean, that's a good size. Yeah. They, they eat other bats, the smaller bats. They'll fly around and grab smaller bats. I mean, they got teeth. They can chew down some shit. Right. They'll catch rodents, mice, things like that, and birds. Cool. They'll, so, they'll swap a bird so right there, too. Everything's on the menu for that guy. Hey, if it's small enough for him, he's eating it. That's like the great white shark of the sky, man. I'll eat anything. <laughs> Yeah, they would cool. catch it. I mean, you, cool. you got to appreciate cannibalism in the animal kingdom. <laughs> but is it really cannibalism when there's so many different species? As long as they're not eating their own species, is it really cannibalism? Yes. No, because there are... I don't are, that 100% sure. I was going to yeah, say yes. Because there are animals... No, you know, I see in, what you're saying. ...in the animal world we, that will eat other fish animals think about fish like fish you know we bass fish right Mm -hmm. and we use artificial lures or we'll use minnows that kind of that are other fish to lure this bass into eating the fish so i guess it's a trap 
realistically in, re- in reality maybe it's that would not really be considered yeah. cannibalism because some animals would eat other animals like them i guess that are in their genus i mean a komodo dragon eat will eat another komodo dragon that are the same unless they were starving i don't know sometimes it doesn't work that there way. are people that will eat other people <laughs> when i get into that i don't need to talk about that with you no more <laughs> i'm sorry I but i'm saying you know what i mean in, I do. in the animal I do. kingdom there are ones that you know, say, hey, this they'll eat other of its type, but not of its species. Exact right. species. Right. Uh, yeah, maybe so. Well, while we're on to... Um, That'd be a big catch, though. Oh, yeah. So it, it would have to get something smaller, smaller than itself. Yeah. Well, I ran across one that was kind of interesting. I'll have to share him with you. It's the Desert... Long-eared bat. Mm. Okay. Sounds delicious. It does. I need to fry them up with a little side of bacon, <laughs> some fried squash and onions. Yeah, good stuff, man. Uh, this guy- I bet he's, he's extra he's, super crispy. Yeah, and he's a little spicy, too. And I'm about to tell you why he's a little spicy. Uh, Are you the he, full he, crispy? <laughs> All right, Elma Fudd. <laughs> We're going to North Africa in the Middle East. That's where this guy's from. So he's not a really big guy. He, uh, if I read shit, man, I didn't write it down. But if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I believe he only has like a wingspan of say like about ten, ten to twelve, maybe fourteen mm-hmm. inches. He's not a real big guy, but uh, but he's a vicious little dude, and he's got this fucking crazy demon-looking little monster face. I mean, he looks like a <laughs> nasty little motherfucker. Well, look, who really needs a pretty face when you're out only at night? Well, this is true. That's a, oh, that brings me to a myth. <laughs> We're going to come back to that. Um, this guy, this guy, the desert long-eared bat of North Africa, Middle East, he eats scorpions. It's one of his favorite delicacies is a scorpion. And he particularly likes the Palestine yellow, which is known to be a highly venomous scorpion <laughs> in the region. And this guy puts them down and dips them in fucking... Sweet and spicy Thai chili sauce, probably. Yeah. And hey, you guys are fans over there in North Africa, Middle East. Hey, give your top, get your hats off to this guy for his <laughs> pesticide services. He's killing Palestine yellows. Yeah. Nasty yeah. scorpions. Hey, that's one less bug for you to step on and end up in the hospital. Uh, yeah, I'd rather have bats in the house than than scorpions. Yes, absolutely. I don't want to be fucking with no scorpions. I'd rather have vampire bats. (laughs) Yes. I still don't want to be fucking with no scorpions, man. (laughs) I knew a dude who ate a scorpion on a dare one time. (laughs) God rest his soul. (laughs) No, he didn't die, but he put him in the hospital as a kid. My old buddy from, from Guatemala. There was a dare that they used to do. What they would do is they would climb up the trees and cut mm-hmm. down the bananas, right? And it was almost kind of um, like a, it was like a rite of passage. The older boys would tease the younger boys. Oh, go ahead and you got to eat the scorpion, man! Eat the scorpion oh, okay. to, to yeah, become, yeah. you know, kind of like snipe and, hunting. <laughs> and 
something different. My my man, dude. He I think he said he was like about twelve years old. I believe he was, and he ate the oh, scorpion yeah, yeah, yeah. because the older boys told him to do it. Got sick as a bitch and ended up oh, yeah. in the hospital. He, I mean, he's fine. He, that was a long time ago. But I'm like, dude, that's stupid. Why'd you eat the fucking scorpion? Here we go. They told me to. I'm like, oh, you're fucking stupid. That's why you have desert long-eared bats. They do it for you. That's right. <laughs> Everything we, comes back around. Well, you said you had some myths and folklore to go through. Let's go ahead and pop that off. Oh. I tell you what. Let's first take a quick beer break. Sounds good. And we'll come back with some myths and folklore. We'll be right back. All, All right. right. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We're back. Got us beer. Went to the restroom. Mm, that TMI. Like bat damn. Don't nobody, the know, cave. don't nobody know what you need to be doing outside. Well, that's just what I say I was doing. That was yeah, all right. what I'm actually yeah. doing. I mean, I, yeah, it's hard to say. <laughs> well, it's hard to tell what this guy's flapping around out there doing. It's hard to tell. So, uh, yeah, so we, we brought it up right before you want, you want to get into maybe a little bit of. Yeah, you said you had some myths and some folklore to go over. That we can stuff. bust. Yeah. So, uh,. One of the ones that I had on the list, we've already talked about the blind as a bat. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'll go ahead and mark that one off the list. I've made a joke or two about it throughout the show. I've been joking with you about it all week. Rabies, you're going to catch rabies. <laughs> yeah, you're right uh, it. While, rabies. yes, bats can be carriers of lots of different things. And mm-hmm. as I said earlier, they, they've got a high immunity to, to viruses and that kind of thing. Um, this blew my mind out of all the bats that are submitted to the CDC and associated health departments and what have you around, mm-hmm. uh, to be testing for rabies to see if it's a rabid bat. Only 6% of them come back as actually having rabies. Oh yeah. Very yeah. low amount. So while mammals can be carriers of a lot of different things, uh, rabies and affects a lot of mammals and they're it's commonly associated to bats but uh while no professional or official would condone you going and fucking with wildlife leave them alone because that's more than likely how you're gonna get something to catch something that ajax won't scrub off you don't want a bat to bite you but also you don't want a raccoon to bite you and you don't want a fox or a copperhead, oh. or a great white shark. Zombie. Definitely yeah. zombies. And you don't want a goat to bite you. You don't want to be bit on, sucked on, or licked on by any <laughs> I was going to throw a creature. You got, me. <laughs> you got me. You beat me to it. So, so yeah. You know, it's just the same, same with bats. Uh, you know, bats do carry diseases. They get things that can be given to humans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bats do go through their problems of having diseases because they're social animals. Just like people. They're they haven't not, got our problems. They're not by themselves. You know, they're not. So they can pass them through each other. They're mammals. They have the same diseases like all the other. Right. They can. Yeah. yeah. But rabies is one that, you know, we always grew up with. Yeah. Hearing, oh, you're bat to carry rabies. rabies. Well, you know what? People can carry rabies. Dogs and lots of shit yep. around, you know, that can actually carry these things. So in that's the, one of the big myths. In the U.S., one to two people die a year of rabies. Right. 
That's it. I think we brought that up earlier, and it usually came from Did like we? a dog. I think we just said it before we started. Or a or something. Yeah, maybe. Before we did well, we if it is it. a repeat here in the episode, that's because it, it deserves to be it'd repeated. It'd be normal. We're it'd be bar for the course for us. <laughs> we do it every time. Get it in your head. Um, so in India, now I'm gonna, that, that was the myth thing. Here's an interesting little bit of folklore. Uh, in parts of India, folklore says that bats, and this was the only come out at night thing when mm-hmm. I said, ha, I've got to think about this. So there's stories in uh, old folklore in India that said that bats were once unhappy birds and these they were unhappy birds that wished to become human. So they began this transformation from bird to human. They started growing hair. They started growing teeth. And then somewhere, for some reason, I don't know if the gods did it or whatever, but the process just stopped. And they were left this horrific, uh, mutilated-looking specimen. <laughs> and and the, the, the unhappy bird was so ashamed of his appearance for wanting to become something else that that's why they only came out at night was to hide their hideous features. <laughs> now this is old. This is old yeah. Indian folklore. Well, Nobody believes this to be a truth, yeah. but it's just an old, old. But there, there folk was something story. we're not going to get into. What I read, it was it was like, what came first, echolocation or wings? Oh shit! Because at one time they say the bat had neither. Mm. So. I'd say wings and through wings and and it's being blind, of course, it needed that <laughs> location. Right? Right. Right. Right, right. So uh you know, uh and there's a lot of there's other folklore associated with bats. Uh one of one of the ones that go way back uh is a belief that uh if a bat gets in your house that means that your house is haunted or it is or it's marked for evil or something bad (laughs) near to happen somebody's gonna die something's (laughs) gonna happen man because a bat flew in your house but you know what all the cultures are like nah man that's bullshit so like uh in (laughs) china a bat getting into the house is believed to be good luck that it could bring forth prosperity and an abundance of food it is. It's free food coming in a door for <laughs> I, I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> yeah, I guess it could be. I bet it's extra super crispy. Just <laughs> <laughs> drop it in the fryer for two more seconds, please. Grab that flying thing. We're going to put it in the fire. So, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> That's how they talk over there. <laughs> Where did you come up with that? I don't know. Just having I a good old it. time. Hey, well, I like it still crispy. Damn. So, uh, but you know, also, uh, ancient in ancient Egypt, bats were believed to be uh, promoters of good health mm-hmm. and could cure disease. Oh yeah. Well, so. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how true it is, but it's old folklore, mythology. I guess you get a lot of. You know how they they used uh, leeches. Right. Maybe they just took a 
<laughs> vampire bat. They didn't have vampire bats in Egypt or China. Well, see, a lot of people. They're only in Central and they South They think America. all bats are vampire bats. Well, they so they were probably taking like a fruit bat and sticking it on you. <laughs> Start <laughs> and licking. It's a, it's a big old tongue sticking out. You know, those little small fruit bats and stuff, they, get a, they got a tongue as long as their body. <laughs> Do you know that? It's like, Talk about disproportionate. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> where, it's like all the way to the butt, I guess. Oh, I don't wow. know. <laughs> I mean, a dog I don't know, is it curl up in there? But <laughs> a cat can lick its own butt. No, I'm not talking about li- being able to lick its butt. I'm talking about <laughs> it's the whole length of the body. So when they got it inside the body... Does oh, it start at the bottom? Where butt? does the tongue go? <laughs> yeah. How do you store oh, all that tongue? Is it on a reel? In your body. Because if you look at a bat, typically a head of the bat's very yeah, small. Man. man, it's a lot of tongue to wrap up See, in there. Some of them got tongues as long as the body. It's like, Damn, Maybe it's like son. an extension ladder. It just kind of slides back all the way to the butt. And then when they need to extend it, it's like. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, maybe it's a reel up in there. Oh, yes. like a, Yeah, like yeah. an air hose reel. It rolls it up. Just got to roll. Well, like a uh, like a like a damn chameleon. Yeah, they roll that tongue out. Thump. Yes. Maybe like a... maybe, uh, maybe the bat can do something like that too. Oh, damn, getting the bat signal. <laughs> bat the signal like, for a beer. beer. He's like, give me the beer. <laughs> Got you, sir. Got you covered. Another one. Here's another one for you. You know, we we've heard it a million times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oh, bats. Ew. Ew. Bat. Ew. <laughs> well, bats, nothing but a flying rat. Yeah. Actually. They're mammals. You're wrong, though. They're not like flying bats. They're, they, they're, nope. They're flying not like flying rats. Rats. I know. Maybe, I maybe it's rats. Or like non-flying bats. bats. Maybe that's what it is. Well, the thing is that they're not even the same <laughs> yeah. genus. Okay, right. so like rats and mice and so stuff like that smart are, are part ones. of the uh, rodentus, rodentheus, scientific boat. rodent, <laughs> pretty much. But bats are not even in that same in that same category, man. Um, Why do they call them geniuses? Because they're fucking smart. <laughs> I mean, they're reading like 15 different sonar signals at one I got time. You. I was just making a dumb joke. Nah, not, I was trying to just go scientific with it, play <laughs> off the joke. <laughs> we are scientific here. But to so check it out, bats uh, genetically are actually more closely related to primates. Well, that's what they say about us. Bad, right. Bad, See, uh, so bat that, and pigs. That goes back to what I say. <gasps> maybe some bats have big noses. They do. <laughs> and maybe that's why we're a little bit of vampire bat because we like hang out at the roots together and drink that's together. That's what happened to Pigman. It is. They turned into bats. The God damn it, turned him into one of them hammerhead bats. <laughs> Got the big old fat, long, elongated noses <laughs> and shit. It'd be cool if the hammerhead bat had a head like the hammerhead shark. I, had the big eyes that spread out I like know. this. And like every time he's flying, he hits it on shit and gets stuck. <laughs> Fucking can't go between trees. Damn it. Don't. <laughs> or if he's going backwards and he's going that way and then the head just keeps getting locked up and we just can't get, you got to turn it sideways just to get him through. <laughs> kind of come on out. Well, something off of Star Wars. I can't remember what, but. But yeah, the uh, <laughs> bats are actually more closely related to primates. And then it went on to say, "Then it's what?" Like, it's like then they are rats. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 
And they're like, another thing, they're like, look, man, bats, they don't chew on like wood and metal and plastic shit like a fucking rat does. They're much more sophisticated than that. Nah. nah. They can fit through the smallest holes, though. Dude. Yes. <laughs> they can work their way. Yes. I've had them before. What happens is, is, is the bats that we have here in the eastern United States, sometimes they'll migrate from one place to another. And before they find a spot, if they can find anywhere just to camp out for a night, they'll do it. Yeah. Until they find their permanent residence, their new permanent residence. Yep. Well, they found a little small hole up in the attic of their house ah. one time and got in there. I mean, a little small hole. And I heard something, you know, and they went up there. I called them the first night. So I knew, I was like, went up there, I seen them. I was like, I see what's going on. So I waited. Till they all left. Next night, you know, they're gone. Right. They leave, and then I, you patched the hole. Right. But it wasn't there. They didn't live there. Yeah, they were, they were just crashing. Yeah, they the were night. crashing out. They, they were moving. They found a spot. One of them was like, hey, I got this little spot we can fit through. And I mean... Let me tell you, they worked their way to get into that did they, uh, mob. Did they have hairy legs? Did they have a little drum circle? I don't circle? know, because I, when I seen them, they, they were starting a drum circle when I went did, up there. You had the hippie bats. I, <laughs> <laughs> you had the hippie bats. Well, maybe smell that's like why weed? they come to my house, because of me. Yeah. Because yeah. they know the Danny's yeah, kind of yeah. got a little I'm, bit I'm of hippie, hippie in him. Especially back in the, in the dead lot days. Mm-hmm. Yep, so, yeah. They knew they were welcome there. So, you don't kill them. You find somebody, either, if they've made, if they're living in your house or they on, on part of your property and you need to get rid of them, don't kill them. No. Call somebody, they will move them. Yep. Relocate them. And then also, for the most I didn't part, have this problem. I just needed to wait for them to go out, seal the hole. I, I didn't have to worry about it. They were going somewhere else trying to find a new home anyway, so it's not like a big deal. But And also... Uh, speaking of hippie and bat correlation, you know, bat poop, guano, mm-hmm. is one of the best-known fertilizers for growing weed. Well, and also, in 1800s in Texas, that was their main source of mineral, uh, of sales. That's what they produced. Oh, yeah. Texas, so before but they found oil there. Right. They, they were, were known just for bat shit. Yeah, guana. They, that was what they, they did. They were all bat shit <laughs> crazy. That's what <laughs> Texas was known for. That was their main export or, well, you know, nice a product. Damn. Was guana. They were sending that shit all over the place. Well, all the hippies that are growing weed. Well, we're talking about the uh, the fertilizer that guana makes. Yeah. And that can be really hot, though. It can be rich. You got to be that, real careful with it. Uh, in the Civil War, uh-oh. during the Civil War, yeah. the the North took out a bunch of the South's uh, areas where they kept their uh, black powder and their, right. their stores of, of weaponry and, and yeah. black powder. So they didn't have that to fight. So the Confederates found a way they used bat guano. To make black powder. Nice. Probably <laughs> dried it out and pulverized it because we know fertilizer yeah. can be explosive. Oh, yeah. It makes balls. So if they found a way to take the guano, 
dry it, and then very carefully turn <laughs> yeah. it into powder. And then they, they did, use man. that as an ignition source to propel the bullet. I could see that. They man. also used it in World War One to make uh, black powder. The, the government did. Wow. To, to, for the war. Damn. See, man, bats, dude. Man, bats are so underappreciated. They're underpaid. They don't get <laughs> benefits or retirement. They don't fucking get nothing, man. But it's, it's, when it's you a see shame. a bat, just give it a hug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless, now, you, we used to find them sometimes uh, when we'd be peeling off old shingles mm-hmm. on a roof before we'd lay the new roof. And sometimes you'd find little one or two little bats. They'd be just like crammed up underneath there where the rake board meets the side of the house mm-hmm. in that small yep. little hole where the siding is going going uh, horizontally. And they would get up in there and they would nest. But when you peeled that shingle back, you could see him sitting up in there. Wow, one time... We peeled it off, and there's this little bat up in there, and I lean over there. I'm like, oh, man, that's cool. Check that out. Yeah. And that dude. Shoot right to the face. No, thank <laughs> God he didn't, because that probably would have been the first, but well, the only. I never fell off of one. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. Uh, but I probably would have fell off of that one. But that little dude, he looked up at us, and he showed his teeth, and he made this hissing. Oh, yeah, like man. A, he made like a clicking noise. It, it was weird. And he looked like, man, if I can get That was his face, way of cussing you out. Yeah. Uh-huh. And but he showed his teeth. And I'm like, holy shit. If he did fly up to my face, he was going to be gnawing and chomping. And I was like, oh, fuck, man. Leave that guy alone. You know what? If you ever run into somebody that's pissed you off out in public, just start clicking at them. Oh, yeah. I bet. Start be, I bet they'll go away. Uh, I bet they'll be like, you know, fuck this guy. I'm going to try that on the job site next you time one of them damn guys piss me off. I'm going to start yeah. hissing and clicking at him. Yeah, start hissing and clicking, man. <laughs> I bet that'll set the bastard straight. <laughs> go back to fucking work, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> They'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? I think he's got rabies. Yeah, I'm just going to ignore him and go back to work. <laughs> Damn it, man. Uh, interesting stuff, dude. The bats, man. You want to get into the bat bomb? The bat bomb? Yeah, we're in you're about to end this, right? So we'll get into the bat bomb first. Yeah. I'm, let's do it, dude. What do you got? So the US government during World War Two right. did this experiment where they were gonna try to send bats in with little devices attached to them incendiary bombs right into japan (laughs) that's freaking awesome man okay all right so this sounds like this this doesn't end up well for the bat this no (laughs) no so this had started off it the bat bomb was conceived by lytle s adams he's a dental surgeon from pennsylvania yeah. Obviously, an ammunitions and explosives <laughs> this expert. This guy's smart. But he's an acquaintance of the first lady at the time, Eleanor Roosevelt. Oh, Eleanor. So he he's like in the there, right? guy. So he, he was out on a trip in Carlsbad Caverns National Park, and he, he seen the, the bats, and it come to him. He said, you know, these things fly at night. Right. And they go up into something to roost or get into something at night. Right. And... Japan, their houses are mainly wood. 
Okay. <laughs> you know? Oh, I think I see where you're going But if we put something this. on there to catch them on fire. Oh, we no. <laughs> this dumbass. All right, anyway. So, hey, hey, so he I wrote, read at the time. Was, hey, he, he, what? See, this is the thing. People are always coming out with some kind of mischievous way to kill other people. I know. Well, it's because we're humans. We're don't assholes. Don't that make you just crazy? See? But look, Shouldn't that be like, all right, you're insane. If you sit there and try to come up with a way to kill a bunch of other humans, right? you should be clinically insane. But anyway, well, you mean, know. Einstein worked on nuclear. Yeah, these guys. You know, and this is right before that. So yeah. we, we hadn't was ready to drop the bomb yet, which right. we should have never done. That's well, bullshit. we're not getting God, into that. That's a, that's a whole God. other anyway. thing. Anyway, all right, so he wrote, he wrote to the White House, this is after that attack of Pearl Harbor, and he's like, look, we can send these bats in here and do this. You know, the bats are the lowest form of animal life. Myth. Yeah. And, and quote, I'm quoting here, reasons for its creation have remained unexplained. <laughs> yeah. We'll say, uh, I'd give that to a fly. Yes, sir. This is an idiot, man. And I've always said mosquito. the only reason for a mosquito's existence is to feed the bats. Or, yeah, and spread disease among And spread everything. disease amongst other humans. So he wrote it up to them, and, and they were like, you know what? This sounds like a good idea. Of course it does. So the Army took it over. Right. The Army and the Air Force. Okay. They took it on. They gave it to a couple of people that were bat, uh, people that were really into bats. Enthusiasts. You know, like, enthusiasts, <laughs> yes. But- how can you be an enthusiast of bats if you know you're just going to catch okay them on fire? If you're okay down with blowing them <laughs> yeah. up, that's a that's a <laughs> fake enthusiast. You're you're an imposter. So, so this is this was the plan, right? I, I've never heard this. This is interesting so shit. They made a big bomb, just the shell. You know how like back in the days, a big bomb. I mean, just right. like they were, boom, with thousands of different little compartments in it. All right. So what they would do, they put the hibernating Mexican free tail bat in them. Okay. Inside of these with a little incendiary bomb strapped to their chest oh, that man. they glued on their chest. Oh, yeah. You know what it was? It was timed napalm. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, so the no. plan was to fly over, drop the bomb. Let all these bats loose. Yeah, uh, a parachute would come out. Oh. The bomb would parachute down. Then sides of the bomb would pop off. All right. And let loose all at a certain bats. distance. All these bats that would then go flying into these houses, these wooden houses that they wouldn't notice, and then poof, napalm the bat, and the bat catches on fire, catches the the house on fire. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what they were doing. I mean, look. Yeah, I mean, I I, I get uh, exploration <laughs> of weaponry and that kind of stuff. I mean, I, yeah, I that's all the that. government does. I mean, they talk about you know the, the the governments, and I think especially Russia has been they they uh, and looked into using dolphins as weapons. Oh and man, warfare there's been so like many. Yeah. Another mammal. You know, look, there's a reason sometime. why they picked mammals for this ship because <laughs> we're the smartest of everything. Mammals are the best. We rule. <laughs> <laughs> we burn and blow shit up. Mammal kill. <laughs> so they were doing this. They were testing it out at the Air Force Base there in New Mexico, near Carlsbad. Some of the bats got loose. With the napalm? Yeah. Oh, no. 
they fly it out and they roost it up under a fuel tank there. Oh no! On the base. Oh and shit! And caught big ass fucking fires going on. Right? See what you get? Get extra crispy. <laughs> so, so then they were like, you know what? Screw this. So they they we're not going to do this. The Army Air Force said nope. So they sent it over to the Navy. Right. So the Navy took it over and they they called it uh Operation X ray and gave it to the Marines God to try to mess just with it, keeps right? Going from one to the other to the so, other. <laughs> they they started a lot of fires. Uh, <laughs> they fucked a lot so of shit up. Finally they just said screw it and they just stopped it all because the the bomb was about ready and they'd already spent two million dollars and the bat bomb wasn't ready yet. Right. I wish the bat bomb was ready. <laughs> and we didn't have to use the atomic bomb because it had been cooler and, and way better for the whole planet. The Everybody environment, there yeah, that's true. Japan, yeah. Japan yeah. itself. Radiation yeah. in general kind of but, uh, fucks a lot of shit up. Yeah. <laughs> and the $2 million they spent equivalent to $19.3 million a day. I was going to say, I was going to yeah. say earlier, it's probably about $20 million. So, so. This was their plan. They spent all this money uh, on blowing up bats. Yeah, putting napalm, little, little time release napalm. <laughs> Why can't they put like little time released, like laughing gas containers or something? I mean, My thing is, if you're gonna just laugh, if you're gonna fly the plane over somebody and drop a bat bomb with bats with napalm. Why not just drop the napalm? Just drop the because the napalm. <laughs> oh, because they want to be secretive. Yeah, you don't exactly. know where it come from. It's stealth napalm <laughs> with useless bats. I don't know. That's crazy shit, I man. I did not run. What, what was that there. called? Look. Operation X-ray. X-ray. Yeah, I don't know why. Ah, damn, I did not run across that. <laughs> that that's some interesting shit right yeah. there. I mean, we talked. I mean, we're in America. We we did some crazy operations, but you know, other countries did too. Oh, of course, you know, yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, I you know, always uh, you know give us a bad rap, but yeah, anytime there's war involved, there's humans acting like fools. Of and, course, and being assholes. Though. Well, I mean, I can lighten, I can lighten the mood a little bit on that. Do you know the <laughs> uh, the male Dyex fruit bat? <laughs> No, that's the I don't uh, know it. that's the uh, the diacopterus spaterius, uh, the male diax root bat. He can actually feed the youngins from his memories. <laughs> <laughs> he can. I remember he can, when I used to eat so much. <laughs> the food was abundant. You could fly anywhere you wanted to and, and eat anything you wanted. And it gave <laughs> milk to my memories. I could help feed the babies. <laughs> so, but it's it's a, a very uh, very seldom seen example of male mammals actually being able to lactate from their boobies and feed the babies. From I thought you said memory, memories. Oh. <laughs> From their boobs. I thought thought you said from memory. I can feed you from my memory. From my memory. I remember eating something. So I'm going to tell you the story (laughs) and it's going to just fill you up. (laughs) Nah, man. Dad's breastfeeding. (laughs) That's what I thought it was. So they they, they have a couple (laughs) explanations for this. 
Uh, what? And they're like, well, you know, maybe it's like a learned behavior. It takes well, helps to take the pressure off mom. Well, and, you know, mammals they have nipples. They do. Bat. I've got bats, two of them. Matt, bats. I don't know where, they, don't have, know where uh, they came from, but I got two. They of them. have uh, uh, navels. They, they have do. belly buttons. They got belly buttons. Exactly. This is why I can't eat bat because it's a mammal. I I'm, I can't eat any mammals. You I'm allergic. used to be able to. Yeah, I'm allergic now. But uh, I can't, pretty much when it comes down, I can't eat anything with nipples. Because <laughs> people are always like, can you eat this? I'm like, nah, man, it's a freaking man. And He's got a nipple. The easiest way to say it is just, I can't eat anything with nipples. Does it have nipples, nipples on it? He I can't, can't eat it. Cow, <laughs> pig, yeah. can't eat it, man. And people, bats. People, yeah. Bats, you know. shit. Um, but they actually, what they, uh, what they primarily uh Think it, it, that these bats? Wait, do they, bats have nipples? They're they're mammals. Yeah, they got to, well. They, these bats are breastfeeding their babies, so they have to have nipples. Oh, okay, because that's one thing I never looked up. If, if if they had nipples, yeah, they got to. Which is weird for me. I mean, we that have them. Have. We're dudes. <laughs> we got two nipples. Why do guys have nipples? Some guys have three nipples. Well, why do guys have nipples at all? Because we're mammals. They're evolutionary leftovers. Like I think that they're teeth. just in case. To just in case, <laughs> they think it's because they eat. Uh, they primarily have a diet that's very high in photoestrogens. Oh, okay. Whatever. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I can see that. It makes them yeah. produce milk in their yeah. memories. It all. Yep. And while we're on it, uh, some species wow. of bats, uh, the 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 women. The, the female bats, mm-hmm. they can actually press paws, like, on the fertilization process. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so, like, they hit mating season, right? And mm-hmm. they do their thing to get it on. And then, but maybe... And maybe it could be, like, a colder than normal season or it's been drier. Uh, so, they can actually delay the fertilization process until more desired conditions mm-hmm. come around. There's uh, more something that you could feed to the baby. Yeah. 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 So, because, you know, it's like, all right, we know that. Cause they only get like pretty one, one, one a year. pup. Typically yeah. it's one pup a year. And what do we know about that? That the baby bats weight is up to a third of the mom's mm-hmm. weight. Yeah. All right, now to put that into people perspective, all of our awesome female listeners, that equates to you giving birth to a 40-pound baby, just so you know. But it really doesn't because these things are really way... Not much at all. But I think <laughs> like, if you take it like you like if uh, so like no, if when a, it comes to uh, if a bat weighs this, but if you if if you do the that's math, a, that's and a lot of gravity difference. Out. No, it, it's so well, look, I think about it this way, okay? If they're saying that the baby can weigh up to a third of its mom's weight, that's fine because it weighs so little. I that's think how saying, it can do it. I think they're saying that the average weight of a human mother is roughly 120 pounds. Mm-hmm. So a third of that would be 40 pounds. Mm. You see where I'm yeah. going with that? Yeah, if that was the case for them, yeah, but it, it's, that's not good. That, I think that, it's on average. Yeah. On average. 
Don't question the math, Danny. The math no, is it's math. not the math. The thing <laughs> is, is just that they weigh so little. It doesn't. It, it, it's not like uh, a human woman giving birth to a forty pound. It because it's so small. It, the weight is different. The gravity is different. The yeah, but if weight is weight. So let's say if the yeah, pup. If that's the, right. And it only weighs like. Let's what? say two ounces. An, yeah, that's let's right. Let's say like two ounces. That's right. And, fine? and mom, mom's weight is about six ounces. Yeah, yeah. So that's a third. That's a third of the weight. Isn't yeah, it? but when you get up to us, you still the, the mul- more the uh, uh, the that's multiplier where it gets bad. is the that's multiplier where it gets bad. is the same. <laughs> Yeah, I get you. I get you. You know, but I, I, you know, I still don't think it's that bad. All right. Well, we're but not flying ma- with them is we're, rough. Yeah, we're not mathematicians bad. by any means, but I just I read it on the internet, so therefore it's got to be true. Has to be. Has to be. All right. Well, look, if y'all on the internet, y'all see something, look, give us a shout. Say, look, y'all need to cover this. Send it yeah. to uh, we told you show at gmail dot com. You can, you can look us up on uh, on the Instagram. Yeah, and we told you show. Anywhere you listen, please follow, give likes, and yep. and uh, tell hey, us man. what you think on there too, man. Yeah, give, give us some review. reviews and comments. Give us some thumbs ups and stars. We dig that shit. Yeah, absolutely, man. We we work hard to put this shit together for you guys, so we love doing it. We hope you guys enjoy it as well. Hey, don't forget, man. We've got merchandise. Oh, Go yeah, get yourself some stickers or a beer glass or some t-shirts. All very reasonably priced. Yeah, I'll put it down as, as low as it goes so you can get it as cheap as... Get it, <laughs> well, stock up. We're not really trying to make money off of it. Nah, we're we're man, trying we just, to give y'all some cool shit. Yeah, and we're just trying to take over the world with merchandising. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, you might find somebody and put a sticker on the back of your car. We didn't do it. That's one of the it. crazed fans. It was some other people. But hey, and you know, take the marketing any way we can get it. <laughs> That's right. Well, this has been fun. This has been a very been interesting one. I enjoyed it. I love these shows, these natural shows. I do too. Yeah. They're a lot of fun. All right, well, till the next time. We'll see you. Yep. Peace them out. Fly safe. Flap on. Mammal kill. <laughs> I bet it's extra super crusty. <laughs> <laughs>